I was drinking coffee like I do, and uh, I was in I was in such a fit of panic trying to get ready for the podcast that I basically inhaled a large gulp of it and sprayed, coughed. Oh, it was such a great time. It was, was that a grand just old right time. now? Just yeah. I heard you coughing and choking. And yeah. Like, <laughs> out. But it, yeah, I, it was preceded oh, wow. by a comical spit Super take. Super completion. Uh, hasn't been a long time since I've like doubled over. Hey, hands Lawrence. on knees. Just, <laughs> like How a you fucking, doing? Fucking Wallon sprinkler. I'm doing okay. Okay. Welcome, welcome to a relaxed bullet dude soup. I like your summer look. Yeah, right? I'm ready, I'm ready, ready for a day on, this, on the ocean. I did not get the memo. Not wearing yacht it's shoes. It's hot outside. It's actually well, overcast. You know why I'm doing it. Because of what we're doing this afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's also I don't want to be in pants. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I know right. you're wearing shoes and pants. <clears throat> we're going to be. <laughs> I brought workout clothes. <laughs> oh, I'll just wear those. The adventures of both heroes. Nope. Twits and crits. <laughs> Later today. <laughs> Who are we? But first, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by two fine sponsors, Casper and Zip Recruiter. Oh. I'm very excited for both of these. What? What's up? Controller. I believe oh. you. Oh, no, I, I was thinking the bottle. Oh, but, you uh, were no, you can go for it. There's just trash. We're <laughs> slowly acquiring more oh, yeah, and more trash I'll get on to the that. There's a trash on the set there. Uh, so uh, Casper, they make oh, yeah, awesome mattresses that are a combination of memory foam and, sp- and spring springy technology. It's basically a giant marshmallow you sleep on. It's fantastic. Uh, you can get $50 towards any mattress by visiting casper.com slash soup and using offer code soup. And ZipRecruiter lets you post jobs and find employees that you're looking for. It's kind of a different sort of sponsor for us. I'm looking forward to diving in. But you can uh, post jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash dude, D-U-D-E. So we'll hear more about that later. Uh, I'm mm. curious how many of our, our listeners are looking for applicants to fill for their jobs. But I guess we'll find out. <clears throat> well, like, uh, there's been a few people in our community that I forwarded off to Rooster Teeth Animation. Hmm. Where I'm like, hey, these guys are good. You should <clears> maybe well, look at their online for this jobs. Is, this would be the employer. People oh, I'm sorry, I'm doing the other way. Yeah. I was just maybe Rooster Teeth will sign up. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe they should. Yeah. Considering they're sponsoring this podcast. All right, off the top, there's a. There's kind do of you want to introduce us? Oh yeah, we're supposed to do that. It's the new thing we do. That's it's funny. So I was taking a shower last night, and I was like, God, <laughs> you're supposed to ritualize the like introduction of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like the idea that it's going to be utter chaos every time. Hmm. So with that said, I'm just going to stop talking now. Okay. I'm Bruce. I'm James, the Apollo Creed Wilson. I'm James's uh, second best friend, Adam Kovic. Man, you guys did a great job. Yeah. Who are you? Invent new titles? Oh, yeah, I didn't introduce myself. We'll just leave it at that. Also, okay. what game are we playing? What is this? We're playing Abzu. Abzu. <clears throat> it's a triangle game about water. So it's unfortunate because this is the same people who made Journey, right? Uh, same art director. Gotcha. So that's oh, basically uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right? Is, One of two people. Company. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. I was just going to say Journey. Great name, great band. Some would argue even better. Um, Abzubu yeah. or whatever. Or Abzu. Abzu. Terrible name. It seems like the kind of uh, piece of equipment that they would sell on late night television. Yeah. And if you call right now, you'll get two of them. Mm. <laughs> you have problem with and carrots? It's, get an Abzu. It's a, it's a thing that uh, Bruce can attest to this, but... Um, and I guess Small dicks. Small dicks are huge <laughs> uh, in, the, in my world. No, the, uh, just coming Bruce up with a, a marketable name is so oh, important. Yeah. We went Absolutely. through this with Funhouse. Uh, and there's games like Republic. Oh, right. And I was like, <laughs> at, at some point, you, you got to take the wine cork out of your ass and just go, maybe we just call it Republic. Swim game. Well, you can't. It's, yeah. it's an issue of, of trademark. Uh, yeah. They, I guarantee you can't just call something Republic and then sell it. I don't um, know. Well, then call it like Republic of or something. I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to get into that. Now you're the I genius. don't care. Oh, look at that fish. Look at that big old fish. Look at him. Ah! Uh, so... 
uh, I don't know. My understanding, you could ride on fish. Wait, how do I do that? What hold, a beautiful hold the what? Oh, okay. That's right there. Whoa! Uh, so he's riding on the fish. It was oh, it's okay. Sad. No, no, you, you hit a decibel that, much like a dog hearing a certain whistle frequency, I, I perked up a little <laughs> bit. It, yeah, it's weird. Also, that like, should be my new alarm. I can is imagine that sound you just I can made. imagine the waveform. It's probably just a giant brick. Uh, uh, so yeah, this. Uh, well, when it comes to marketing. Uh, you have to make a name that's like that reads in all languages and in all cultures and doesn't yeah. mean anything or sounds close to a, anything resembling cock in any language, which there are a lot of words for dicks. That happens. So, you know, it, it's problematic. Well, that was the problem with the Nova, the car. Oh, yeah, the, the Nova. 1970s. The Nova. I think, I forget which country it was, I think it was Spain, but it like literally Mexico. translated to no go. Yeah, it doesn't go. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, buy the no go. It doesn't go anywhere. And it was actually, I think, a shitty car anyway. So yeah, it was whatever. also shitty. Yeah. Uh, I recall that that was. So, uh, th boy, this is this is already getting off the path, but that's okay. What, what Doesn't path? Look at your little spirit turtles. I just uh, spawned turtles. There's uh, there's a quake con tradition, and I love saying that phrase, Ugh. in which uh, and it's not going to happen anymore. But John Carmack used to just get up and ramble about tech. I watched one of those. Yeah, Fun. it's it's bizarrely enthralling and really boring all at the same time. Mm -hmm. He doesn't move. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, and he talks about like rockets and uh, foveated rendering and all sorts of. Yeah, anyway, you you gain a few IQ points by sitting through it. It became a yearly tradition with me, and also this was back when I was I was I was a hard beat reporter, so I would just take notes and do a huge write up. Hard beat reporter on, on my volunteer blog. <laughs> he had press in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> Except I had to scribble it on a playing card and uh, stick yeah. it in. Well, so did they. Carmack, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next Socrates. This is hot off the press. This is hot news. Yeah, on cheatcc.com or whatever you were writing for. Uh, Gamesarefun.com. Oh, uh, wow. That's a good good URL. Is it the full word R? Yeah, A R E. Well, not just not just a letter, sorry. Uh, but he did mention that, so it's software put out Quake, and then they put out Quake 2. Quake 2 has nothing to do with Quake, aside from being a shooter. Of course. But he, t he told some anecdote about how they were trying to find something to call it, and they came up with all these names, and all of them were already copywritten. So at the end, uh, after like a month of trying, they were just like, fuck it. We'll just call it Quake 2. We own Quake. We can call it Quake 2. Sure. There you go. So that's like, that. I don't know, to me that was just like, from a different era when they just didn't care anymore, mm. didn't bother, and it didn't matter. Like nobody, nobody, when Quake 2 came out, they were like, uh, Quake 1 was about Cthulhu monsters and magic, and Quake 2 was about a space marine. None of this makes sense. It did actually so bother me at the time. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was weird too, but I never really, I never really thought about I, it. I didn't much. play either of the Quakes, so I was like, all right, I have no place to complain, and I don't really care that much, but I remember going like, this doesn't seem, this seems like a weird, one was like, like, the hell side of Doom, and then this is like space. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I think I Quake Three care. was a multiplayer shooter, and Quake but Four I didn't was a sequel it. to Quake Two. Yeah. Now we're getting Quake Legends, which God, please be good. I got intimidated a lot as a kid by things that I didn't know about. So like, I remember Tool always scared me. That seems like a thing <laughs> to be scared of. Uh, Nine Inch Nails for a while was like mm -hmm. a spooky thing. Um, I was intimidated by that, but it's but mostly like, but because in the church they told me it was evil. Oh, I so, oh yeah, I, I think just, I don't know. I mean, just visually though, they're mm -hmm. supposed to. Yeah, they're, they're supposed, supposed to scare you. As as a kid, you, you get you're just sort of intimidated. Like I, I we were talking about this, uh, I think personally, but we we're talking about uh, like how Kiss, Kiss like like frightened me as a child. It was like oh dear dear God. And then I got a little bit older and I saw that movie uh, Detroit Rock City or whatever it was called uh -huh. or was it? Yeah. Yeah, that's one. I was and then it was the first time I heard Kiss and I was like. Yeah, they're Kiss sucks. Oh, that, that was the first suck. time you heard them. I'd never heard their music. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I remember because. So this is it's such a weird thing going back in this because we grew up in kind of a weird time where technology wasn't exactly at our fingertips. So Napster or any sort of way to just listen to music 
wasn't really available until wait, the late wait 90s. Wait for it to come on the radio. Or borrow, yeah, or borrow your friend's yep. uh, CD. Store. I remember, like, on the radio, they, they played Stone Temple Pilots, and they called it STP. I did not know that was Stone Temple Pilots. Because, yeah. like, the, I'm sure the, the, the DJ, with a wealth of CDs, he listened to whatever he wanted yeah. to. <laughs> sure, he needed acronyms, but I didn't know. So, so it's weird. I had it in reverse. I knew who Stone Temple Pilots were, and then people would refer to a band STP, and I didn't draw the connection. Because that was a STP, wasn't that a Richard Petty's NASCAR sponsor? I think yeah. so. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah oil. They, they made oil. And so coming up in North Carolina, that's all I only. Th- I was like, the oil company. Yeah. Like oh, I obviously knew they weren't making right. music, but no, I get that. Yeah, you don't. Huh. I I had the thing too where you would see commercials for like best of compilations from like the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And so it'd be like. Can you take me high? But that's all the song you'd get. Yeah. And then you'd hear the song, and that's the only section that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I didn't realize that was Scorpions or whatever. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. Um, but Quake was one of those things that fell into that category ah. where it looked really intimidating. I was just like, oh, dear God, this looks too metal for me. Like, metal stuff always scared me. And then I got older and realized, oh, this is all made by white nerds. Yeah, it's yeah. all really corny. Yeah, just like these D&D dorks, just yeah. like in Texas being like, oh, look how metal Rob, we can make it. Rob oh. Zombie was my entry point for that. Nice. Because he, he was the first one who was like, I mean, I'm probably dumb for liking this stuff, right? It, like, what? I kind of got uh, the vibe from Rob Zombie that I was like, I'm kind of like stupid for liking this, right? For like collecting old marionettes and, yeah. and shit <laughs> like that. So like when he released his, his solo album oh. and had like Dracula, it's like, cheesy rear projection screen with yeah. the monster mobile yeah. and everything like that and i was like oh okay it's all kind of a jokey yeah. facade well and that was also a giant reference to rockabilly which is is a huge musical influence for him too oh it's just funny to watch that stuff now knowing which having, is still cheesy well, having, yeah yeah but it seemed like he got it he yeah. knew it was cheesy it's yeah. just it's funny when you see it through a lens what you see is a creepy man with contacts right like this monster in a car and like yeah. the devil and you're it's like scary and you're like <laughs> Oh my, these guys are too cool for me. Like, holy uh-huh. shit, whoa. And then you work in any sort of production, and then you, like, imagine the part where they go, and cut, Rob, take five. Yeah. And he goes, can, can I get someone water? fix this hair? Yeah. Can, I, can I get a cold water the, or cold water? Yeah, and the devil being like, uh, I'm, I have a hard out at two. Yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah absolutely. And then, you, and then you realize, like, oh, everyone's just kind of lame well, but it's because e- humans are lame inherently. It's easier to do that delineation than it was with, say, the music video for Closer by Nine Inch Nails. That was like... Where it's like it's like Trent Reznor's, like, like floating like the poltergeist. scary shit. And there was a heart yeah. just beating on its own, and then there's a monkey tied down going like, help me! That was in the Uncensored <laughs> Version. Like it's uh, it was like real creepy stuff, and then you said tool. There's a tool video where there's oh, a yeah. claymation faceless guy creeping <clears throat> around. Man. Yeah. Music videos were kind of cool. Do you see what they're doing with MTV, oh. Bruce? No. Uh, they're Bring doing the like. Back. Well, they're doing like. I, I could be wrong on this. I, this sounded wrong. But they said they're basically bringing back like the 90s version of MTV. Yeah. Commercials yeah. and all. <clears throat> like commercials oh, that they would have played back then. So that's what I heard on K-Rock. Interesting. They were doing a news story on it. Wow, that's really cool. I Dude, was thinking watching of Watching old commercials is transfixing. It is. But, I've, I've done that a lot. But I, yeah. I was just thinking of the legality to even show those. If like Nobody produces commercial- commercials. Yeah, someone, it's free unless, advertising unless there's a, a Unless there's a copywritten song in it, yeah. which yeah. does happen. And, and that also includes... Uh, custom songs written for commercials. And typically, MTV has pretty pretty much I free, a lot of free reign on music like that. Yeah, they lucked the fuck it's, out. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that, like, you oh. know, obviously the audience, what you want is you want the audience to trade up. 
So like MTV is being watched by like teens and stuff, and then eventually those teens grow up and then pass down MTV to the next generation. Except the next generation isn't watching TV at all. Yeah. Right. They're watching the current. They're watching, watching Taylor TV. Swift's music video over and over and over and over again on if, their iPhone. So if, like, if they did a streaming block on like YouTube of m- maybe modern and classic music videos combined with old ads. There's a, there's just a whole vape stoner generation, vape nation, if you will, that has yet to be captured by like Beavis and Butt had had that shit on lockdown. Yeah. Like there was a block of MTV programming that was like, if you're blazed out of your mind and sitting on your couch in the middle of the day, this is what you watch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like followed that is, by the head and the max yeah. and the the it wasn't the. Middle of the day though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Late. It wasn't, but yeah, I'm well, then, and then I guess the television. I guess adult, yeah, like adult, and then and then Adult Swim. Adult Swim kind of got there. Capture that, but then the problem is. No one can sit still for five minutes. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I tried watching Band of Brothers last night. I was telling you guys, like, I've, I never actually watched the whole thing through. So I said I watched it, but I, I kept being compelled to look at my phone, and it's hard to just sit there alone and just stare at a screen. Hmm. And really? so, th- for me, yeah. it is. I, it's, I, it's it's one of those things that I actually treasure every night when I go home. I usually put on like something like Mr. Robot that I know I have to pay attention to. Because mm. if I used to watch Arrow and Flash or whatever, there was no way I was going to pay attention to that. Distracted. So like, yeah, yeah so it, had be, it had to be something good like Narcos or uh, Mr. Robot or something like that that I had to sit down and watch for a solid forty-five minutes. And it feels really good because then you're just you're basically just zoning out into one thing. Whereas before, if you're attached to a tablet or a phone or a television or like music or like, there's a bunch yeah. of things hitting you all at once. I guess once. unless it's Game of Thrones or something where it is like a, a, a weekly ritual. Right, you have to. Well, where have it's to like every focus. Sunday we're going to sit down for two hours and we're going to watch whatever HBO deems good for us. You have to, I mean, you, you really have to focus. Like that's, that's something that's really difficult uh, that I've noticed that a lot of people have trouble with that I I'm, really enjoy, which is going to the movie theater. That's what I'm saying. So even by them bringing back this MTV thing, might be cool for 45 minutes here and there, <laughs> well, but then that's not a sustainable model anymore because people are always looking at something else. Well, yeah, but I think what Lawrence is saying is it would if, be it's a streaming, it's, if it's a streaming uh, yeah, block, you then you play. just have a tab open, yeah. Yeah. and sure. they're getting the viewerships and concurrent. Oh, yeah, sure. Anyway. I mean, like with the, with the Twitch audience, I think I'm pretty sure on any given day, either myself, Lawrence, or James will have a Twitch stream yeah, up but as just in the background, is, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. just look over and be like, huh, look what Siegel did. I, I watched, uh, it wasn't streaming, but I watched basically all of Evo <laughs> by just just finding it posted and I just yeah. put it on and yeah. then I would do something else. And then sometimes I'd just be listening to like, like, yeah, yeah, wah, yeah, bah, <laughs> KO. Like, you know, like, and then I'd go and I'm like, who won? You know, I'd click hmm. back over there. I wasn't even watching. Yeah. I don't know. Omar, oh, Omar always has baseball open. And yeah, it's funny because it always are. looks the same. That's what sports are. That's what you guys, you guys are watching sports. Like, no one needs to watch like that's, that's what people have been yeah. doing for, you know, yeah. you know 50, 60, 70 Having years. Having a beer with the bro. It's just um, literally just watching sports in the background and like absolutely. watching football or baseball or whatever and just letting it play. Have you seen these fish right now? This yeah. yeah. This game is amazing, by the yeah, way. It's really beautiful. vape nation. Watching anime with subtitles on is a good way to train yourself to pay attention. Because you can't have your phone. Anime with subtitles. Anime with subtitles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything with subtitles. Well, that just means I don't end up watching a lot of subtitled anime. I've been missing out, man. I, I, I need to find a dub of One Piece so I can just have it going. So I can just like kind of learn it through osmosis. I, I like watching subtitled anime. I do too, I but do it has too. to be good. I'm not, but I'm not a purist. Like I get Neither it. If you, find a, if you find a translated no. anime from 1991 or something, yeah, it'll probably be pretty shitty. Yeah. If, well, but like <sighs> post 
post 97 ever since suncoast went out of business Escaflame. most dubs are pretty solid for anime that's so true. that, that was a whole true. thing with me growing up in like here, kind of my the, you know the, the handful of weeaboo friends i had or whatever they're like like oh you watched it in english Please, I'm like it's called Cowboy Bebop. Boy, it's fucking whole, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it thing. No, but but it's so it's a weird thing because it, it's just it's one of the most ignorant, dumb white people things to say when you go, the original Japanese is much better. It's like fucker, you don't speak Japanese, oh boy. so they could be acting poorly and you wouldn't know that's, it. Adam, that's you why. Were, that's exactly what yeah. it is. You are inviting. You are inviting the. Uh, you're inviting the I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the friends I had growing up, not the current audience. Oh boy, no, oh. all of them. They're going to come at uh, me now. I think, no, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, I'm actually I'm calling out one specific friend who was really into Dragon Ball Z, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can only really watch it on oh, TV. Oh my god, the Dragon Ball Z Japanese version it's is terrible. Horrific. Yeah, it was always really highly pitched, and I was like, I, I kind of just prefer the English version. He was like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, Dragon Ball Z is not like the ultimate high art in terms no. of anime. Oh, no, absolutely. It's so, time killer. I, yeah, it's I, time had, killer. I had what I had. TikTok. No, no, I'm not saying I, had what I, I took what I'm I could get. I'm saying a guy. I'm yeah, saying, I think, sure. I think that you're onto it, though. I think that when you're watching it in a different language, you don't realize you, you don't can't know. judge the performance. Sure. You can't judge the writing, necessarily, and you can't mm. judge the performance. It's just like, I'm just getting whatever the plot is. It's just narrative, 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 narrative. I guess I would like someone to send me an example of bad acting in a foreign language where they say, you know, they all look at it and go, this is like our room. You know, like uh, this is this is our Tommy yeah, Wiseau. Well, uh, what I think about is, the, what's that, Danger 5? Mm -hmm. They, like, they have a lot of... That's all Australian. Well, except they have the Russian. Mm -hmm. she, and she's acting poorly. Yeah. Just like all the other actors are acting poorly. Right. So you can kind of be like, oh, that's what it looks like when you're acting poorly in a foreign language. Yeah. Oh, also, that show, like, looks like shit, but on purpose. Which yeah. is something that I do love. Mm -hmm. You guys see this dolphin I'm riding? Right? I do this see. This game is so uh, for some reason it's transfixing to me. I don't know yeah. why. Oh, look, you know, it looks. This would be a good uh, screensaver. Yeah, it would. Like just a, a moving wallpaper. That's, that's if you exactly will. what it is. If you notice, it's right behind us. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, it's perfect. Just let me explore this this magical statue. That's a shark statue. You just yeah, smoke some stevia and you, you stare at the it. ocean for three What's and a half that? hours. Just, we just fucking sweet, activated man. screensaver mode. Oh yeah, sativa's on, right? I got them backwards yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Salvia maybe, Salvia, that's the one. Sativa's a strain of weed. Ah, oh, damn it. Is that an indica? So I don't know which you were trying to say, though. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I was walking, oh, different I was walking uh, Benson oh. the other day and walked by a school and there were these two hard burnouts <laughs> sitting on the curb. <laughs> and I, as I walked in, the dude was like, dude, man, when I smoked that salvia, that's when I died. <laughs> and the oh, other shit. friend's holding, holding a Dr. Pepper and he goes, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah, man, I never came back. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm just walking with my dog who then takes a shit like four <laughs> feet away. And I'm like, this is, the, this is the high point of their day. So can you still smoke salvia? Is that, I know that was a thing for a while. So, it's still legal. It, I'm pretty sure it's legal. I know very little about you're not, it. You're not, you're not supposed to. You're well, not supposed to. It's sold as incense. Right. You're not, also not supposed then to drink know. gasoline, but we all do it. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, not day I die. <laughs> You're supposed to have a you're supposed to have a dream guide there in the room with you. Well, you, yeah. somebody's supposed to babysit you for the ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, I've gone. read about it. It's I've done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's oh, done. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's did you did you go back to caveman times? I did. Well, <laughs> have we talked about this before? Uh, maybe we have. I've just heard a lot did, of people yeah. describe that particular. Describe thing. Yeah, the film altered states, but go on. Yeah, I there put was my there was a different person. Couch just like this, and then as it was coming down, the, the TV that was in front of us uh, melted away and became a volcano, and I was like, oh, dinosaurs. Uh, but it only lasts 10 minutes, but it feels like a day. Well, it lasts 10, 10 minutes, 
but no, it, it destroys died. your it destroys your perception of time. Hmm. So like it's weird to think about the brain always counting in the back of your head, but it is. So no. that way you're like, oh, it's probably been 30 minutes since we've been doing this. Sometimes it's 35, sometimes it's 45, sometimes it's 20. Yeah. But at least it's in the ballpark. <laughs> when when that's going, you you're like, yeah. this could have been. I I don't remember how long ago it was that I smoked. Mm. I have no idea. And, yeah, man, that that bugs the shit out of me. Usually, like if I've done like an edible or whatever, that's the that's the worst part about it is that I, I always I'm always like, okay, well this will go away in two hours. I look at my watch. All right, two hours, no big deal. I look back at my watch. It's been one minute, and yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, this is like, please let it go away. Salvia is, and I'm not endorsing it. Salvia is the opposite of an edible, though. Oh, it's it's. I'm going to inhale this. I'm gonna to count to ten. I'm never gonna get there. Yeah. And then it's gonna be over, huh. and then it's gonna be over, and I can go on with my day <laughs> in about in about well, I would say safely like two hours or something because you're coming well, down. You co- the- like you're out of it and you're fine yeah. and you're back again, but you still have kind of like the wobbly yeah. head vibe. Yeah. But you like know where everything is and what's going on. And you're not in space and you're not climbing a ladder made out of views anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone never want to stop doing that? I just I, re- I remember I was like, better climb up this ladder, and I climbed up, and I was like, the ladder is me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera pulled back, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I remember. So there was a time when I had I had a crazy fever as a kid. Oh jeez. And you ever do the thing? And uh, yes. that's what it sounds like. I remember. Yep. I, I was that episode I had a, of well, But I was. Wait, oh, so that's the weird part was I was home all day and I was watching Rugrats. Uh oh. And then I remember at one point I looked at my mom or my mom's roommate or something, and I asked him like. Am I Tommy or Angelica? And I was like really? staring at her. She's like, she's laughing at me, and I'm like, where am I? Yeah, like, you I was telling me that. Like I thought I was dreams. in the TV. Like my brain was just fucking gone. That's Ooh. weird. The worst yeah. episode of Rugrats is where Tommy gets a fever and starts hallucinating. The that whole episode may have been on. The too. whole that episode is like one crazy drug trip, and I hate it. Well, it's, I mean, that's what fever dreams are. That's what that's yeah. what happens yeah. when you get a fever. I remember that when I was a kid, and I was like, I must have been like ten years old. I remember I had a I had a really really terrible fever, and I. Woke up in the middle of the night, and I, I basically raised my arms and looked at them, and I thought that they were four times the size, and I, and I kept hitting my bed because I was like, because I couldn't feel it. Wow. And I, wow. I, I was like, I was like, what huh. is going on? So I thought everything was larger on my body. Wow. Uh, and I, I just remember having that sensation of like, it won't go away, it won't go away. And finally, yeah. I fell back asleep and woke up. Jeez. Uh, I also had another another fever dream where this is oh, actually splash. I started working at G4 on Attack of the Show, and when I first started working there. Boy, oh boy, it's a shock to the system because it was a lot of work. Uh, and I got terribly sick. I got horribly, horribly sick. I'm sure you just took some time off, right? Uh, no, oh, oh, absolutely no, no. not. I could not do that. <laughs> yeah. um, so instead, I worked through the fever. Oh, uh, my God. And I remember so what, there, was, there was this whole confluence of events because basically it was right before holiday season. And we had to work extra hard to get done for the holiday season. So we had to double our, our production. And uh, what I had to do was I had to reach this deadline of like December 23rd. Make sure that this th- this thing was going to go to edit before I could before I could basically like let it go for a week. Uh, so I had to turn in a script and, and assets, but I had had a fever for th- I think two days at that point, um, and I was finishing the uh, last Harry Potter book. So I, so I was finishing the last Harry Potter book. Uh, I had a terrible fever and I had to finish this edit. So the night before I was reading that the Harry Potter book, couldn't put it down because it's fucking awesome, the seventh book, and. Uh, by the end of the book, I think it was four in the morning when I finished it, and I, I was I was bawling, I was crying because I had this terrible fever, and I was like, I was like, I'm so sad, at Harry. I was crying about Harry Potter. It was the fever. And, uh, yeah, no, I don't know if it was, and uh, and 
just as I finished, I had to, I had to drive into G4, uh, turn in my assets. I showed up at 6 a.m. because my editor, he was showing up to go in, and I was, I was basically showing up, I was, or I was leaving. So I had, I had been at G4 off and on for about 24 hours. And uh, I turned in my assets to the editor. The editor was like, why are you here so early? And I, was, I just waved him off <laughs> and walked out, and that was it. I, I, I basically, the last, I was like 36 hours of fever dreams Gosh. trying to work at G4 while finishing Harry Potter. It was, it was insanity. It wasn't until six months later that he realized he had never re read a yeah. single Harry right. Potter book. Uh, he was Maze Runner. <laughs> he just started uh, the last 15 pages of the last oh, book. Man, <laughs> thought he had read G4. everything up to that, that point. That was, that was some of the worst I've ever felt. Just walked in the door when it was open. <laughs> I work here now. Uh, <laughs> sir, who are you? What? I have had a Hedwig! Harry Potter book. Boy, is it good. <laughs> I love that book a lot, man. So that, I, are Go you ahead, interested man. in the Fantastic Beast movie at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any trailers because I don't want to see them. Okay. But it's all a movie. The book itself is like an encyclopedia. Right, no, I haven't so read the book. So there's like sure. no narrative. They're creating a narrative for the movie. Sure. And it's got Eddie Redmayne, so he'll probably look like he's going to cry the whole time. <laughs> he'll be like Howdy Bruce. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. Oh, oh, oh. And, uh, That's Stephen what I wanted Hawking. to fucking do Stephen yesterday. Yeah. I got, so, so Jess is in New Orleans right now visiting his sister. Um, the ladies and are away, I, the boys will play. Well, and I was like, Jupiter's Jupiter's because typically, you know this, when you when you live with someone or you're in a relationship or whatever, you, you tend to watch everything together. Yeah. Um, that fucking movie's so good. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, what can I watch that she's not here? And I was like, I don't think she's interested in Band of Brothers, I'll just watch that. But I remember I'm like, I went, the HBO Now app is such garbage. They don't really categorize anything. It's yeah. sort of like drama and everything else. Yeah. And it's like- Spanish but, speaking. Yeah, so you go to all Porn. and you're just scrolling. And I forgot Jupiter Sendings on there. Yeah, and I meant to watch it last no, night. Oh, I don't think so. I thought it would have been a fun, like no. just watch it's, this it's alone. Not, and it's not fun. I don't it think so. It's very fun. I don't think it's worth it. Fine cinema. I mean, fun. maybe, maybe you might find Whoa. something better. It's, it's, it's barely a plane movie. I watched it on a plane. It's kind of a slog. The, the thing with a plane, so I need, fairly good movies on a plane because I don't want to start looking at other people's screens and thinking, what are they watching? Yeah, well, watching it'll that. hold your attention, but it's like, you'll be like, hmm, I was on a plane that whole time. Not like, <laughs> oh, I watched this cool movie. Not like when I saw Minions. Yeah, <laughs> or The Croods. Or The Croods, yeah. remember how that spurred conversation? Did when are they bringing the, the Croods back? You watch Minions? I watched Minions on the way the back from back. Australia. How was it? Oh, it's terrible. It's not funny. Why it's not movie? interesting. It's, it's not a kids that? movie. Why did you watch that? It's not a kids movie. It's basically Nothing it's movie. a bad Disney or Pixar short film that would go ahead of an actual movie. Ugh. It's the it's the worst of those, only for a feature length. Gross. Hmm. It's just not good. That's sort of the problem. Actually, I guess with all animation, because I was realizing this, people were posting clips of like Tarzan or something online and like, there was this weird moment in Disney where they switched their animation engine or whatever they were mm -hmm. using to draw. And so like Hunchback of Notre Dame and like well, they all- switched to computer animation, right? Yeah, it was like sort of computer it's, animation. It's a hybrid, yeah. Yeah, and it was all, everything was really wavy and weird and like, like even Hercules looks kind of like shit. Like, yeah, but then like Lion King and everything else is still traditional traditional animation and like it just looks good. It like, it, and Aladdin and all that stuff. Like oh. it just, I don't know. And then same with like 3D where some stuff just doesn't age. Like maybe Minions will look good forever. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but like Shark's Tail and stuff, you look at that and you're like, ah, oh, why did they make it look like Will Smith? That's scary. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Our, nah. they, the, um, have you watched Beauty and the Beast recently? I mean, yeah, I've watched like every this, couple years. the ballroom shot where it's like, that right. was like one of the first times they integrated it and stuff. And, and it's, like, it's like, 
two colors of yeah. yellow and blue. Yeah, it's it like, basically looks like Tron. Yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. All right, uh, but with really amazingly, mm -hmm. like, well done, 2D animation in the center of it, and you're like, oh, right. so in awe of this. I wish they didn't put this horrific frame around it. <laughs> it's like it's like a Renaissance painting that's just like immaculately done, mm -hmm. but then the framework is like this gold encrusted thing with lions all over it. I'm like, too much, too much. Just yeah. show me the art. Well, also, oh, go ahead. I, I just recall in that particular scene, the scaling didn't exactly match either. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they had to do it all by hand. They didn't have like 3D rigging and stuff virtually. Yeah, yeah. So they had this pan in on the CG ballroom and then also these 2D animated characters that try to scale up with the same camera movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just a little off. Yeah. Uh, and like these are things I only noticed going back and watching it as an adult. It, I love watching shitty animation, uh, like the uh, the Street Fighter oh, God. Uh, cartoon, where we always watch those clips. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, oh the TV well, show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the movie's not, not fucking movie. legit. Eh, it's, there's Wait, boobs in it, and they fight real cool. Wait, which there's movie are you talking about? Street Fighter no, animated, animated movie. movie. Oh, there's an oh, animated oh, movie? Oh, the animated movie. Yeah, that oh, came oh, at the oh. end in it, bro. Okay. It's the coolest thing when in the world. When you say Street Fighter sorry. the movie, people think Oh, no, Jean sorry, not the live Yeah, which is essentially I think a G.I. Joe film. I think Kylie Minogue. Don't do that. There's no boobs in it. But there's a part in that old... See Chun-Li's boobs, it's awesome. She fights Vega in her underwears. There's a part where DJ, I think the character it is, is like, he's like running past an elevator, and he's really tall, and then he just shrinks down to like nothing, and then he grows again, and you're like, I guess. Nailed it. <laughs> well, it's because there was one dude sitting in a canvas being like, I gotta hurry up yeah. and finish this. This is for some like really spurgy ch children. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. It's yeah, true. They, didn't, ca I, oh. they didn't care. Uh oh, basketball made somebody player out there. Where are you going? Oh, sorry. Where are you going, Marlon? This, man, this game is amazing. Oh, I can't steer him. Yeah, oh, no, going this, back. you gotta back. stay with the school of fish. Voice of God says, stay yeah. with the fish. Man, there's, there's a thing down there. I didn't know. Below uh, let me check. We, we might be up on there's it. There's a statue yeah. below you that you could possibly Sorry. do Salvia I, on. Yeah, I was gonna say, this game, much like Salvia, oh. makes you lose track of time. Perfect. Just me tripping balls. It's an ad read statue. Yeah, I'm, I'm depressingly sober to play this, but that's okay. Hey, you can still have fun sober. sober. I'm having a great time sober. But you'd be having a better time. I don't know if I would be. That's one of the biggest <laughs> lies adults will tell you, is that being sober is awesome. It's not. It sucks. <laughs> no, adults, don't, generally it's the opposite. No, yeah, it's exactly the, the opposite. I think the big lie is that you can have fun when you aren't drunk. Wait, stop uh, stop lying to people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You shouldn't have to be dependent on a substance in Life order to enjoy yourself. Life exists in two phases. <laughs> Unless it's black tar heroin. Fun and sober. And they, it's that hard of a switch. You can feel it. You can feel the sobriety coming and it sucks. Uh, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Casper. Speaking of wanting to escape the terrible reality of sobriety. Uh, every night when, unfortunately, your body does its job and cleans your bloodstream up, it wouldn't it be nice to relax on a nice bed, to take the edge off of being a normal human being for a couple of minutes before you pass out again. That's what Casper can give you, the finest in sleep technology. Uh, they say uh, buying a Casper mat mattress is completely risk-free, but they back that up. You, uh, if you buy a Casper mattress, you have a 100-day in-home trial. So you basically buy the mattress, they ship it to you. It's actually pretty cool. It comes in this like vacuum-sealed pod. Which don't open that in a small hallway yeah. because I had a Mr. Bean style incident where I just like <laughs> like all right let's do this thing and then like explodes boosh and just like shoved me up against the wall it's pretty fucking cool actually do that it was fun um, but don't but it, like it comes in a tiny little shipping crate you unpack it you throw it on your bed frame and you can sleep in it for 100 nights to decide if you like it or not uh, they I think rightly make the point that it's really hard to tell if a mattress is good for you just by laying on it in a showroom because. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys are at this age yet, but man, at a certain age, things just start hurting. Uh, if you sleep the wrong way, true, yeah. or your thumb's just kind of yeah. over there instead of over there, and you wake up and you're like, fuck me. <laughs> uh, 
I, I had a, like an air mattress when I moved out to LA the first time and it led to a chronic back condition that took many trips to a chiropractor to, to clear up. I'm sure somebody will tell me chiropractors are all frauds. <laughs> People love doing that. At any rate, uh, the Casper mattress has been a dream because uh, I got one for free because I'm a YouTube millionaire. Uh, but no, it's been amazing. Uh, I love it. I really recommend it. And it's also about the cost of a normal mattress. So live in the future. Get a Casper mattress and sleep. Sleep like a future person. Uh, let's see here. The, the price point's pretty on point. I think it's like $900 for a king, which is about what a good mattress costs. Mm, um, I don't know about that. Well, well going to a showroom? Well, there are like, a lot more yeah, than that. I, I think yeah. I bought a Cal King for like... Pfft. $1,800 really? a long time ago, yeah. yeah. You get like pillow top, all the trimmings? Uh, I didn't get all the trimmings, no. It wasn't the best, and it was still a, a crap load of money. I have a nice bed, and we pay it a lot for it. Really? Okay, I did yeah. not pay a lot for mine then. And I, I, I also paid the price for it. Typically, Casper's, I think they're relatively reasonable. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Ooh. And they say it's the most awarded mattress of the decade. So get on the winning side. Uh, Again, you can try it for 100 nights risk-free, uh, sh free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. So please go to casper.com soup and use offer code soup to get $50 towards any mattress purchase, which is a pretty great discount code. So 50 bucks off, no questions asked. Just go to casper.com soup and use our offer code soup and try it out. That's all I can say, man. It's great. Uh, I, there was, uh, after, after watching Pump Up the Volume and, and really <laughs> getting my dose of culture last night, I curled up on on my bed and I was like, God, life's good. Life's fucking good. So the, who's in that one? Christian Slater. And that girl from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah. I think they filmed that at my high school. They probably did. It's, yeah, I think that's, that's Saga's <laughs> High, yeah. Yeah, it was Saga's High, you're right. Yep, I remember that. That was a weird thing. Like, so I went to the, the high school into Saga's. Uh, it's not, so it's weird. So like, I'm from Santa Clarita. And it's, it's broken into like four quadrants. It's almost like Game of Thrones in a weird way. Valencia. So it's like there's Valencia, which is the rich kids. Like Santa, uh, Santa Clarita. Well, Santa Clarita is the whole. Oh, and okay. it's broken up into different. Saugus. And then there's Canyon Country, which they call Cracker Country because yeah, it's all right. white trash. Yeah. Uh, then there's like Heart, which was Newhall, which oh, was all. Oh, was Newhall. Weird. Newhall. Because okay. it was like that's where all like basically all the Mexican families moved to if they didn't go to Valverde or like poor white people, except the best football players all went to Heart. So it's kind of weird that they had like I don't know that that was the what they laid out, and then Saugus was just like meh, the middle class. It's sort of me yeah, basically, yeah. like milk toast, like yeah. But they always said like, you know, they film pump up the volume here, and I went, what? Who? Yeah, I know. What? And they're <laughs> the like song, but then they always followed up by like, don't watch it. It's a terrible movie. Oh. It's not bad, but they filmed it here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, really cool. Is it rated R? I don't know. I don't care. It ought to be. There's boobs. I'm in done it. with this conversation. Are there boobs in it? Yeah, yeah there's probably so it's rated R. There's like a really arduously long it's scene 80s? where. When no, early 90s. 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's a depressingly Christian long scene Slater in which film that's not hard rain. Oh yeah. Or cuffs. Cuffs was mid-90s. I like Cuffs. What Broken Arrow. No, I like Cuffs, too. I'm just saying. Like, Oh, she was in Broken Arrow, too. I forgot about that. Christian Slater in a film that isn't Hard Rain or that uh, Cuffs. Uva Bowl movie. Oh, yeah. That was Alone in the Dark. That was towards the end of his film career. Oh, I see what you're saying. Where very... he was a big actor, or we were being He's really, actor. really, really good in Mr. Robot. Yeah, I love him, Mr. Robot. He's really good. I, actually, I think he's a good actor. There's that one movie, too, uh, where he's... Bald and he's just carrying around a bomb in his briefcase the whole time. That's right. Yeah. What's the name of that movie? Blast Zone. I don't know. I'm making that up. <laughs> so it's funny that you bring up Mr. Robot because uh, that's essentially what prompted the watching of Pump Up the Volume because it's the same kind of like counterculture spewing that he does in both of those roles. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, in in Pump Up the Volume, he's just kind of like a, a a socially maladjusted dude who has a pirate radio station and oh. he just spends his whole time yelling about how 
how American culture is vapid and stupid and, and suburban living is so dumb and oh my god, this is just so lame. Uh, essentially he does that a little more adult hmm. in Mr. Robot, but it's kind of the same idea. Ah, it's a manatee. He's really good at monologuing. Yeah. He's really, really good he's, at that. He's got a yelling, he's got a good yell voice. Yeah. I'm glad he found something. I mean, uh, we always talk about this, but like Mr. Robot shouldn't exist. It really shouldn't. Not in USA like, especially. Yeah, I was like, of all the like high quality shows with like high production value and good acting, on USA? Like, don't yeah. they show silk stockings? Like, what is up with that? Well, they did a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like the new... The That's new the last time I watched <laughs> it. <laughs> ding, ding. I'm <laughs> followed up by Weird Science. Not the movie, the show. I love that show. That show was great. Brought us Vanessa Angel. Better better than the better than the movie. Yeah. Saying it. The the television weird show Science and Television Show. Better than the movie. Wow, the so movie. brave. <laughs> Someone had to say it. All I know is the guy from uh, Weird Science, the TV show, had a bit Chip. part in the Double Dragon movie. Ooh. Yeah. Why do you know I thought that? You were talking <laughs> did you know brother. there's a Double Dragon movie? I yeah. did. Everyone yeah. forgets there's a Double Dragon no one movie. Did. Oh, we all knew. No, Scott Mark Dacascus. We love it. Who? Alyssa Milano. Who? Mark Dacascus. I'm pretty sure he was Billy Dragon or whatever. Okay, it's him and then Scott Wolf. Yeah. Oh, Scott Wolf's in it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the dude from Weird Science remembers, like, he's one of the wacky bad guys. But there's a part where he looks through a peephole. He's like, I see the double dragons. They're in here. And he looks through, and they take a stick and they jam him in the eye. Wow. And yeah. then it's, like, it's comical. It does the, like, the boink. And he's, oh, oh, oh. But I'm like, that guy will never see it. You're talking about Chet, right? The older brother? I don't know. He went on to be in Oz. It's funny, because okay. I watched Weird Sci Science as a kid. Oh, yeah. And I was like, uh, and then. Uh, he plays the Anthony Michael Hall character, right? No. No, he plays oh, okay. the Bill Paxton. That's the one character. I'm talking about. Like, oh my god. Bill Paxton is the Holy older brother shit. in the movie. Oh, Weird shit. science. I've never and seen it. And then they got this other guy who you I'm sure you've seen around plenty is the uh, is the older brother in the TV show. And I watched the TV show and then Oz came out and he was in Oz and I'm like, oh my god, it's the older brother from Weird Science. I was probably the only person who did that. <laughs> oh my god, I should check out Oz. And then he just gets he, butt he gets raped. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. He just gets raped, and then and then a guy tattoos a swastika on his ass. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> and then and then, but then he gets revenge. Oh. When he's sucking off a dude, he bites his dick off. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Good moves. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's like, put a W in my book. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to talk about something. So uh, I was gonna bring. We are. Uh, I mean, uh, no. This, this does not count. I don't. I don't want to distract from the natural flow of conversation. Then too he much. falls in love with Christopher oh. Maloney. Remember, you're Christopher <laughs> Maloney. You're not letting no, me do that. Right? James. You know Christopher Maloney. Yes, I know. Yes. Right. Oh, we all. He's now. Him. He's in all kinds of shit. Man of Steel and everything. What Hot American Summer. Uh, uh, what's his face too? Jonah Black Ops Jameson. Jameson. Uh, J. 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 Oh yeah. Simmons. That's the dude who raped him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. J.K. Simmons is the dude who raped him. Yeah. I gotta watch Oz. Honestly, Oz is awesome. Yeah, I really need to watch. It's really, really good television. It's just a bunch of before you were conditioned to really, really good graphic. Hard television. I gotta watch Oz. Um, but yeah, so then he falls in love with Christopher Maloney. But it. then it turns out that that like Christopher Maloney, like was brought in by the Aryans oh. <laughs> to spoiler basically alert. fuck with him. You spoiler alert! But watch. then there's more stuff oh, after God. that. Right, sorry, the Lawrence, but then all these actors Lawrence, went out us. and did other stuff. Interrupt us, Lawrence, please. Yeah, we have to name this podcast at some point. At so. some point, well, call it Oz. No, no one's. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> capitalizing all that Oz for No, Star Wars is a little bigger. So, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars, baby. Star Wars? I have no opinions on that. I Here thought it was going to be Pokemon Go. <laughs> Does Star Wars belong to everybody? Frankly. No. I, I, I will probably get to something that you have an opinion on at some point, James. We'll see. We'll see. Oz. Okay. If Season it doesn't four. involve swastika tattoos, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, it may at some point. Uh, 
if you recall, we reported on the note a while ago about a uh, fan project called Galaxy in Turmoil. That's right. Yeah. It's essentially trying to be Battlefront 3. So they have space battles, they have shit, like, uh, they have en environmental stuff, you can fly in space and then down to a planet. They're basically trying to remake the prototype that Free Radical put out for Battlefront 3. And lo never, and behold... Never put out. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it wasn't made. They, yeah. sorry, it there leaked. Was, there was prototype footage that got out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lo and behold, uh, they have now get, gotten hit with the mother of all cease and desists. Oh, um, the tale is a, is a little complicated. Uh, Tony Romanelli, the president of Frontwire Studios, the house making Developer. Galaxy and Turmoil, yeah. posted a great letter on the Galaxy and Turmoil website. I will read some selections from that right now. On Wednesday, June 22nd, uh, 2016, we received a letter from Lucasfilm requesting that we halt production of Galaxy and Turmoil with any Star Wars related IP at once going on. Due to their exclusive contract with EA, Lucasfilm was contractually obligated to deny our request for use of Star Wars IP for Galaxy of Turmoil based on EA's decision. Uh, EA, and, and this is me quoting out of, con or me paraphrasing here, EA basically said, we can't let you make this because we don't want this to com compete with our Battlefront franchise. At least that's what Tony Romanelli said that they said. Yeah. Uh, so Tony goes on to say, let me stop for a moment. I do not for a second hold any grudge against Electronic Arts and or Lucasfilm and neither should our community. The Star Wars brand is highly valuable and the Star Wars brand is a highly valuable and lucrative brand. I would expect nothing less from Lucasfilm than to do everything they can to protect and preserve their intellectual property. Going forward, Frontwire Studios will be pivoting away from Star Wars and embarking on a new mission to create a new original game in a never before seen universe. I knew it. However, we have decided that we will not crowdfund and I, this is the part I like the most cuz I have my own crowdfunding issues, but However, we have decided we will not crowdfund until we can release a fully playable demo consisting of a single-player mission and at least two multiplayer maps with a single game mode. Cool. Too often we have seen video game projects crowdfund, make a boatload of cash, and then die out leaving the community empty-handed. Right. We refuse to be another st statistic. That is why we are not accepting any donations until we have something you can play firsthand before deciding to back us monetarily. That's fair. That is very fair. Yeah. And uh, his response is great. Um, it's funny because his version of events kind of pitch Lucas as the good guy who's just kind of stuck in a corner. Well, uh, he met with Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm yeah, actually they held actually a meeting with him, out, which was kind of cool, I thought. I, I thought that was yeah. no, that was not very nice cool. of them, but like... They at locked least they, the door. At least they, yeah, <laughs> they locked him in and then gassed him. No, they, they, they try, I mean, they, they tried to meet with him, and I'm sure they, you know, talked about the fact that, well, you can't use Star Wars, but is there something else? Like, I, I don't know, I, I like to hope that Lucasfilm and Tony Romanelli sort of met what? in the middle and were like, maybe you can help us, or we whether, can help you. Whether or intentional or not, and I, and I know James's mind is in the exact same place, he, the... The conspiracy theorist in me wants to say that they knew they were never going to make this thing, and that they basically oh, got yeah. free advertising. Absolutely. That's that's what, we, that's what Lawrence wrote. That's that's what we predicted it on the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, but now it's like, I mean, well, because I've been watching too much House of Cards. Wasn't it? So wasn't know. it that? Wasn't the story that he like tweeted out like, "We're going to make this game. We're going to put it out there for everybody. Yeah. you know, for the people that want it." Mm -hmm. And it was like. If you really wanted to do that, you just drop it like it's hot. You just, yeah. when it's done, you make it, and then you just put it out there. You don't and then it's out it, there, and then yeah. you can't stop it. And when you guys are doing the story, it was like, well, this isn't going to get finished. They're right. never going to yeah. be able to finish this. No one's going to let them finish this. And at the time, I was like, they're probably making two of every single asset. They're making an X-Wing, and they're making a T-Wing, yeah, or absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. They're, doing like, they're doing all this yeah. stuff so that we all, they, all right, everyone, remember when you're working on the Millennium Falcon, also work on the Mulanium Salkin. Oh, right. Yeah. Like so, like at the same time, because they're gonna come and they're gonna hit us real hard, and then at least then everyone knows what our game just, is, yep. and then we'll all we'll end terms on completely cool with everybody, 
and then here comes our game that now people have heard of. Well, that's that's just smart business. I was going to say, yeah. the guy, the, I it, reminds them. Me, it reminds me a lot of uh, CD Projekt Red, where they're almost a little too self-aware, where any chance they get a, a bit to talk, they, they always go, DLC's the worst thing in the world. Uh, yep. Like, we, we hate DRM, we hate DLC. It's basically Lois from Family Guy when she goes, 9-11, and oh, yeah. like, yeah, it's like she's running. It's like office. it just feels very pandery. Well, I mean, like you're you're absolutely but. right, and I, I I don't think it has to be one way or the other, a conspiracy or or not. I think it's both. I think it, I think they they were thinking about it. Business they were like, strategy. okay, so which way can we go? Well, we can make a Star Wars game that everybody loves, uh, and we get to use Star Wars, or they tell us to cease and desist. We get a bunch of press, and when we make our own game. Yep. So like it's it's sort of a that's a win win in my opinion. Yeah, I guess in in my mind it would have been like, if these guys had just come out and said, hey. We're not gonna kickstart. Imagine the Star Wars thing never happened, and a no-name studio came out and just said, "Hey, we're not gonna kickstart our game, but we're gonna have something playable for you." you would have been like, "Who?" Exactly. Who they wouldn't have given a shit. Now we go, "Oh, the guys who were gonna make Battlefront." Yep. What Battlefront? I thought it should have been. So it's well, they, they have footage and they have like stuff that yeah. they've shown of their video game assets yeah. and stuff. I, I just like, it's really I, good too. Yeah. I just I I don't know. I, so, want, I want to believe none of that's intentional. Oh, I'm sure it, it is. is. Yeah. It's absolutely intentional, but it's biz. I think that's the that, that's what we're trying to say, though. Don't. It's not necessary to describe it as conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's just business strategy. Sure. And this can be applied to a marketing. lot of different companies too, because people think that the the wool's being pulled over their eyes, and it's like it no. is. When they put a beautiful woman on the billboard for yeah. this hair conditioner, they're trying to make you think that you will be that beautiful woman if you use that hair conditioner. Right, right. But they, they paid that woman to do that. It's it's like if I were to go out and I'm like, hey guys, I'm making a Harry Potter movie. Here's the trailer shot, and then Warner Bros. goes, no, what? Oh, Season to assist, motherfucker. And they go, okay, well, I'm making a new thing. And they've been like, it's that Harry Potter guy. He's making something else or something. I don't know. Well, that seems to be the new way of doing things. It is. Like, Borrow, basically that's what borrow someone else's IP. Oh yeah, so, it's like Twilight, yeah. yeah. Twilight, Twilight, oh. the, the uh, Ice Queen Rage Princess or whatever, yeah. who used the wrong pluralization in her own username, was writing fan fiction about Twilight, and then eventually it gained enough traction that she was like, uh-oh, I'm gonna change the names, and then she released Fifty Shades of Grey. So weird that she writes Twilight fan fiction, but there's no werewolves or anything in it? No, because it was fan fiction. It was just it was just fan fiction about. Uh, I'm so glad that I can't remember the main the girl's name from Twilight. Ducker Thomas. Kristen Stewart. Uh, what? Well, well the kid. Well, yeah, whatever child. She there were a shitload of those names. Not a but lot. It, it was just her like going into the big city and trying to get a job or nice. something. But the uh, person she met was this mysterious Dorian dark guy. Yeah. So uh, Adam, I like I like what you what you said is essentially that people piggyback off of other IP to establish themselves, mm -hmm. because here's another excerpt from this letter. Uh, he Tony writes, while I and our attorneys still believe that we fall under the fair use law, it's not law by the way. Uh, I have no desire to get into any kind of legal He's battle with attorneys. Lucasfilm and lose due to the sheer amount of money Lucasfilm has. Um, that's very confusing to me because. Yeah. This project is not protected under fair use at all. Uh, not at all. Uh, and and just just for the sake of argument, I'll look up what fair use actually is. Um, I guess is the idea that like, hey, as long as I don't sell it, no, it's fair use. Um, that is also not the case. Uh, uh, so this game's perfect. But, yeah, it's totally broken. But the thing is, um, fair use. It's, so it's a doctrine that has a number of principles that that basically try to determine the creative heart of something and whether or not it is. Uh, it is derivative or not. Uh, and ultimately, let's see here. Yeah, it's the, the quantum is called, is, is the reappropriation of something called transformative. So 
if I take a hook from a song and I put it in a new song, and the use of that hook is altered in such a way that it makes a new kind of musical flow, mm -hmm. then that is protected under fair use. Because I have taken, I have taken something from something else, but reworked it in, in a new way to make something new. What they are making is a Star Wars game. They're not really taking elements of Star Wars and remixing it into a new creative work. It's a Star Wars game. And they're, they're, they're calling it Star Wars. They're, well, also, their production strategy is to literally mimic yeah. That, that, has, that, has, that has come before yeah. because people are dissatisfied with what is currently out, right? Yeah, so, but, but what's interesting to me is, and he references his lawyers, and I'm not a lawyer, so I do have to admit that maybe there's, a, and there's an they interpretation of fair use I don't have, yeah. but this is what's coming to, like this is, setting, this is precedent setting. Every time this stuff happens, it kind of pushes people's perception of fair use and what's usable towards public domain for everything. Mm -hmm. um, this is something that I've seen happen in video games that is absolutely perplexing to me. Is since the precedent was established early that you can use video games in whatever way you want, we can have Abzu on this podcast and not pay or even ask because that precedent was established. If we showed a feature-length film up there, that would be a problem. Yep. But those two things are, as far as I'm concerned, creative equals in terms of their rights to be protected. Yep. So it's more about what precedent was established and how early it was established. With video games, the Let's Play form took shape way before any of the big companies kind of knew it was happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they had, a, they had the time to get in there and establish the marching orders that if you're gonna represent our game uh, and just talk over it, then, then you owe us a licensing fee. Nintendo's kind of taking steps in that direction. But. Well, like on the flip side, there's the NFL where it's like, if you even say the NFL. You can't say Super Bowl. Yeah, you can't say Super Bowl. Oh, you just did it. Oh, oh it's fine. Yeah, yeah we're, we're okay. Uh, but no, I mean, like, that, that whole thing where you're, like, technically you're not even allowed to, like, really watch the game at your house with your friends. <laughs> like, it's this weird thing where. Well, yeah, you like, can't all, charge. That's yeah, the there's, like, that whole thing. Like, they're, but they were like that from day one, yep. and they were just, you know, basically super Nazi about it. So, so my ultimate know, question to you guys you know, is. Thank God video uh, games weren't, though. Do you do you see the the it, like the connected creative culture of the internet making it so that all property will eventually become basically open source in a way that everybody has the right to sample whatever they want no matter who owns it? Do you think that the culture will eventually go that way, mm -hmm. or do you think that it's eventually going to get locked down in some way? That I, it's almost I, too permissive. Now. I think it's going to continue to be a hybrid of the two. I think it's like a pendulum; it swings back and I, forth. I can't really see. I mean, I, I'm I'm not an economist, but I can't really see an economics in everything being free to everyone. Right. You know. Well, it was like the uh, we saw the Overwatch ban thing, which I don't know how real oh. those comments were, but seeing hackers. Well, we're gonna get to that in a, in a second. Uh, okay, but I got a like, new well, segment for you. Well, like seeing. Okay. Yeah, well, are we talking about it on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I was just gonna read some of them. Well, I like it's, it's this weird thing. This like mental gymnastics I have to do where people do this thing where like. Uh, I paid for the game. I should be able to do whatever I want when it's like... They consider it an owned product. Yeah, when it's like... It's like a like hammer. I when, can use the hammer. When in reality, which is like, I look, we all wish it was that way, but it's a terms of service agreement that much like a movie or music or anything, you don't own it. You are, you are basically paying for the right to rent it mm -hmm. indefinitely. That's sort of... You gotta, it's, it's this weird legal jargon that you have to jump around, well, but. Usually the, the thing, the thing it, it's usually limited at the fact that you can't either make money on it, but actually you just can't make money on it. So it's like, like you said with the NFL, like if you invite people over for the Super Bowl, you can't charge people to come and watch. Yeah. Because then you're making money off somebody else's property. So if you have a video game and you're playing it on the internet and putting it on a YouTube video and making money off that YouTube mm -hmm. video, that's illegal. You can't, you, you can't do that. But 
the video game makers are just sort of like, you know what? Hands off. We're good on this one. Sure. Because that, like you said, the EULA, the thing you sign at the beginning of every single video game that you, you click yes to, in there somewhere is probably something like you can't make money on this. I guess it's kind of, it's tough too. There's that, that picture, it's like a meme where it goes around where someone has a little circle and they hand it oh, someone, yeah. they go, here, I made this. And they hand it to someone, they go, I made this. I made this. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a weird thing where, like we see this more and more now that like, I just dealt with this yesterday. Someone's been stealing our videos, oh, yeah. putting them on the channel and monetizing it. And then like the guy even has a link to his Patreon being like, hey, if you want to see more of my videos, like support me, zero dollars. Um, but I'm just like, and he doesn't understand. He's like, I found these videos. These guys hilarious. I can't believe no one's watching it. Download, rip, upload to mine. Like, but, but we made those. Yeah. We, we put a lot of work into that. Like yeah. we were there every step along the process. And the guy goes, yeah, I found them. But let's like <laughs> let's extend that, the analogy. Well, that's that's kind of how it works, like yeah. Overwatch, where it's like all you see is the finished product, and you're like Sorta. you're like, hey, it's done. I got it. It's mine. I can do what I want with it. And then Blizzard goes, no, you can't do that. Oh, you can't hack. And then they go, but but I but bought mine. it. Yeah. I bought it. It's yeah. mine. And you're like, well, but you didn't put the work into it to make sure that it was a certain way and presented in the mm. way that they well, wanted to because they own it. Yeah. Well, I think a big thing too is anytime you deal with an, I think you have a better the companies have a better case, especially when it's an online service. Like, oh, like if they want to do that and they want to play offline against bots or whatever, mm-hmm. and use they their, the and use their aim hacker or whatever, oh, or whatever, like. You're sure. talking about GTA mods. What? That's what you're talking about. You're talking about GTA mods. Well, GTA mods, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah. I, think, I think, like, that's like, fine. Leave that unlocked for them. Yeah. They can use the mods. They can sure. do all kinds of whatever they want to with it. But if you but, give them an inch. But if you want to go online, now you're using their service. Mm-hmm. That's their money that's paying for those, right. those servers to handle your traffic and stuff like that. And so now you're basically renting that time from them. And if you rent a car, you can't just crash it. It's not like, but I paid to use this car for whatever it's you like, can, well, but there's a consequence. But you didn't. Mm. We didn't pay for you to crash it. Like so, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's kind of a delineation in some things. I do think it's sometimes shitty though if you if it is just like a whatever single player game. You're not oh. affecting anyone outside of your own I ecosystem. Don't, I don't give a shit about you that. Be, I know you don't, but like yeah. I'm sure there's some examples you can find where people are like, oh, you don't do that, don't do that, and it's like, fuck off. Right. Yeah. You know? well, well, Adam, Adam yeah. let me let me pose a question to you. So. In, in the sake, in the case of somebody taking our videos, like minimally altering them, re-uploading them for profit, clearly, clearly kind of shitty. But couldn't you apply kind of the CNN's logic to it and be like, no, they're helping popularize our content, and they put in a bit of their own creativity into it. So doesn't that uh, constitute fair this, use protection? This gentleman's channel uh, in question, maybe gentleman, I don't know. Um, basically was only uploading our stuff and he wasn't getting many views, but he was monetizing it. So I've seen this happen a lot where people just steal videos and we've seen this in other times where people will put their webcam over like our webcam and pretend it's them. We're like, <laughs> oh, that's weird. Um, which I guess kind of just becomes a react video. Um, but it basically, I think it's them thinking if I do this quietly enough and I just make a couple hundred dollars under the radar, no one will notice. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm. I, like, let's not presume their motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm saying what separates somebody recutting or re-uploading our videos and monetizing it and somebody playing a video game, maybe even a very linear one, yeah. where uh, like a Telltale series or something like that, and then just commentating over that and uploading that and representing that as their well, I, I, if, if it was work. someone's, If it was someone's channel and he was doing commentary and criticizing our videos, totally fine. That's valid. And monetizing but, it? 
Yeah, I mean that, that's that's I mean that's fair use. Pretty and, much. We, and we people do that. We've seen they that do. with our videos. Yeah, no, that that's okay. I I don't mind when it's someone just doing like. What if like, they just like, recut well, it? When well, you, you well, should no. also specify that when you say okay, that you do not represent. I don't represent. Yeah. Ownership no, we're talking very personally in, here. We're not. We're not. We don't represent the views of Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Well, like so right now, like like like. Thank you for what is it? Don't my thing. Pajama Pants does the best of videos. I'm not talking about his channel. If anyone's curious about that, and he doesn't monetize it. As he shouldn't, and it's like he's also getting people coming to his channel because he's using our basically our brand, and he's recutting it in a way. But it's just best of. He's not really adding anything to it other than lower thirds. When someone else is just doing that and then monetizing it, then it's like okay, well, we don't really need your help. Honestly, so I think I don't know, but I, think, I get it. What well, you're trying to I get what Nintendo you're saying. Doesn't need anyone's help, and they get a lot of shit. But for then, well, but for us, we don't just upload the video game footage. We don't just play through Call of Duty with no commentary. But it's just a nothing, tiny webcam no at the top and some voices yeah. over it. So that's the thing. Fair it's only, in terms of digital space, it's only a handful of megabytes, really. That's changing, <laughs> yeah. really. Don't gang yeah. up on Adam. I know I'm not saying, no, no, they're playing I'm devil's saying, advocate. Yeah, we're just following no, the discussion know, through, that's all. It, well, I, I, think, I think that that's, but that's the whole point. That's why you set the precedent. Right. That's why companies are so afraid of setting a precedent because then it's not up to their discretion. Right now, this kind of industry, the industry we work in and what we do, it's kind of up to our discretion if we think that this person is helping us or hurting us. Hmm. And that leaves the power in, in kind of our hands and I think that's what a lot of companies are trying to maintain. Lawrence, they want probably, to maintain that power. probably have an ad read, right? Yeah, probably. Because the reason I, was, I have a, I have a point to make after all of that, but I'd, I'd rather right. finish your ad read. Yeah, we'll we'll finish that, and then we can get to some 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 stuff. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so this is something I'm extremely excited about. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Zip Recruiter. So, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? You probably don't, but Zip Recruiter is that place. Uh, because they hit multiple job sites. Essentially, they're just a distribution job posting platform. So they'll hit uh, all the top job sites to 100 or more job sites. Uh, and even social media like Facebook and Twitter, uh, it's just all one place. So you just post your job once and you fire it out to everywhere on the internet. No more juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire them right person quickly. Uh, and we have a special offer for you guys today. You can post your job for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash dude. One more time, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash dude. Uh, they've been used over 800,000 businesses. I think I'm gonna be 800,001. My, my, my idea is I'm gonna invent some fake jobs, go on ZipRecruiter and see what kind of applicants I can get. I was gonna say, are um, you gonna hire a personal assistant? I will. <laughs> and uh, there's gonna be some interesting requirements for that position. So there's, we'll see ugh. who can meet my standards. What's there's the book, The Five no, Hour no. Work Week or whatever? Have you heard of that book? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of it. Something like that. Oh, my work week is much longer than but, that. But I know. <laughs> His book is called be. The Five Hour Work Mine's Week. Mine's gonna get about to five hours. But <laughs> one of the main things I was looking into, because like, eh, maybe it's a self-help book, maybe it's about you know organizing your life and stuff, but I was looking into it, and I guess the big thing is he's like, just outsource an assistant like from India and have them oh. do all your bullshit. But what, what if they fuck it up? That's that's what the book doesn't necessarily, I guess, touch on yeah. so much. Blame it on them. Oh, yeah. I want to ride that shark. Ride the shark. Oh, yeah. is it a whale? A whale know. shark. Are you, are you done with the shark. ad read? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. We can yeah. move on. I was just going to say, the only thing that really separates uh, what we're talking about with fair use is typically scale. So the reason everybody got so upset at Metallica and Lars is because they're millionaires and they're like whining ah. about the 30 cents they weren't making on a, on a, on a song per, per play or whatever. 
They're like, we want to be bigger millionaires. Yeah. So then everyone's like, fuck you, dude. Like, you're already a millionaire. So that's, it's, it's this kind of interesting line that we're kind of writing right now, I would say, because we're, we're almost a million subscribers, which isn't that big in YouTube, in YouTube uh, scale, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, when you hit a million subs, you basically make a million dollars a day. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, but it, it, I think as, as we get larger and larger, eventually people are going to be like, mm -hmm. no, we can just rip your videos and put it up because you're already millionaires. And like, uh, not but if you're if you're taking from a, a channel that has fifty thousand subscribers, this poor little guy's just, just trying to make it. Like then, it, then at that point, you're like, well, everyone's like mad at mad at the guy that's stealing his footage because he's like, no, like he needs to make you know thirty dollars a day. Like that's yeah. how he lives. And it's and it's kind of one of those things where the it's it's the it's the tipping scale. It's how large do you get, and then how how angry can you make the mob before eventually. They're just like, no, fuck you. You've yeah. already made your millions. You're right. absolutely right. Uh, yeah. there, there, is, there is a sense that large companies or large properties owe it to the community yeah. to give yes. back. Uh, um, my girlfriend works for Disney, and she sees that sort of shit all the time, especially when it comes to like raising prices of tickets for Disneyland. Oh, yeah. There's always like, why are you doing this? You're just making it so families can't go. And the park owners are like, no, the park is too full. Uh, it's, it, we're running a business, and if the park is too crowded, that's money that we're walking away from by keeping the ticket price low. So, hmm. and the other part of it is, sorry, but it's not our responsibility to provide a park experience for every family on the planet. We're not a public service, we're a business. Yeah. So in that regard, yeah. it, I mean, I'm not saying that anyone at Disney said that. No, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. Um, I'm not speaking I, for the company, but. I think, I think on a personal level too, I think probably in this room, I, I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but um, I think some of it too is like, kind of when we started doing what we were doing, obviously we were like, we want to get into this medium, but we don't want to make things that necessarily look identical to what's already out there. Like, the, we've talked, what is it? Uh, I'm not going to give him a shout out, but the kid that mimics YouTubers, and it's like he has no opinions of his own or whatever. It's old school. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the, like it's like, it, you're, just, you're just mimicking. Like, we kind of wanted to create something, you know, that maybe people hadn't seen everywhere before, and you know, it's debatable whether or not we achieved that, who knows, but that was our intention, and I think sometimes when you just take someone else's thing, and then you just kind of like, put the pieces in a different order, and it just kind of feels the same, it's like, like my thing is, ah, dang, like, ah, what a wasted opportunity. I understand you're trying to learn, you're trying to get better, but like, man, find your own voice. Like, there are a lot of people that I think, like, tweeted us and That's are influenced hard. by us, that like, yeah, like I mean, the turbids, Oh. Turbid, turbid, like, I, as much as I joke about him stealing our stuff, he genuinely tries to be yeah. influenced from, like, the content we make, but then make his own content, yeah. you know, yeah. in his own way. There's, dude who, God love him, he tweets at us every fucking day. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, J-Rye. J-Rye. J-Rye, yeah. 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 Jerry? Is it? I don't, we, I don't know. I say Jerry. Sure. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Tweets at us every day, makes more content than we do. Yeah, yeah. He's constantly making Constantly videos. making content, <laughs> and like I'll watch him like, oh, he's trying to do like his own thing, but he's influenced by us, and that's cool. And like, sure. that's the kind of stuff that I don't think we'll ever be like, hey, whoa, yeah, J-Rye, like, yeah. like, hey, whoa, don't do that. Like, yeah. that's not cool. Like, you stole because my it's like, style. It's like, that's kind of, it is kind of cool. No, it is cool. You know? I, think, I think it is neat that we're influencing people. Yes. And like, and to, sort of, they're biting our style, which is fine, but then also injecting their own style. And then eventually, J-Rye will discover he has his own. Yeah. He'll discover he doesn't, he doesn't even need us anymore, yeah. well, which, the, is, which uh, is cool. Lawrence and I just had this discussion with Jack. Uh, we just happened to be on the same plane as, as him flying back from Austin. So it's like always oh, good just kind of talk shop, whatever. Yeah. And we're chatting Jack, uh, Jack from Schumann, or Jock. Jock. Um, <laughs> uh, we're talking about um, just sort of like, 
making content in general and how we pull a lot from our own personal experiences. And that this goes back to what I was saying earlier, we all grew up in an interesting, interesting time where we didn't grow up on the internet. We ended up acquiring the internet and then appreciating it for what it was. Yeah. But like, we played outside. We didn't have cell phones. We Sucked. all had pagers at one point, <laughs> probably. I never had a pager, are you kidding? No. I, I was forced to have a pager. I had a pager, yeah. yeah. But we, we went through these iterations of technology where we, we scraped our knees a lot and we did stuff. But now there's a lot of younger uh, people only watching. Millennials. Uh, I, I call them whatever you want. <laughs> they don't actually even have to be younger. It's just people who have only grown up with the internet. And so they're just mimicking what's already there. That's Blue such whale. a big whale. Blue whale. Sorry, the biggest go ahead. mammal on it's fine. Earth, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. I lost my train. No, no, no. no, no, no. I saw they're the mimicking whale. what's already there. Well, as as it was Lawrence's thought. I was waiting for him to jump in and finish it. You're the one who said it. So, it's but but here's the thing. Okay. I, I totally get that. But this is man, been with this him. we're gonna this is gonna keep going and going and going because like you can go back a little bit further and be like. Kids today, yeah. they're going outside, they're playing, they're scraping their knee. When I was their age, I was caught in barbed wire. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I was in oh, the no, war. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, a lot of what we do, a lot of all the personality and stuff you see is genuinely us. Because, I mean, maybe it's a, a heightened it's version oh, of it. Oh, I don't eat all those fish. But it's like, it's coming from, okay. like, what we grew up with in our experiences. When someone sees that, or they, they see a video of some guy being like, Hey guys, so and so here playing this game, and then the, then yeah. they're like, I can do that, and then they do it. So now you're getting a mimic or an iteration of an iteration, of an iteration and now yeah. now it's just becoming like less and less, and it, I don't know, it's just being a diluted style thing. That's a big. I think it whale. seems that way on the micro perspective, you but I think in the me. macro perspective, if you look at it over the course of a hundred years, which by the way isn't even an increment of time, yeah. it'll be. Like it'll be these mimicries will become something bigger that we can't even fathom right now. Fine by me. I, I know it's just, this is the part of this is the process of being an old man. I've already come to terms with it. Oh no! I, can't, I I wake up every day and go, I shouldn't have a job right now. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> um, but like like guys like Jeff, for example, he's one of the most interesting people in the world. He's one of the like he's always has a story. He always has something interesting, and that's what brings people in. And going back to the uh, subject earlier. I think we as a channel could exist. I think I believe this with Achievement Hunter as well and a few other channels. We could exist without video games. If it was oh, just yeah. us talking, yeah. it would be fine. It probably wouldn't be as popular or sure. we wouldn't get the search traffic that we rely on possibly or whatever. But like at the end of the day, it comes down to the chemistry and the human interaction that we have, not the video games. Well, and that's something that's I think that goes that speaks through time for thousands and thousands of years. It doesn't really matter if you're talking about video games, you're talking about movies, you're talking about whatever, like you said, if there's a human interaction in there, then other humans will want to watch that because if they enjoy the chemistry, they'll, they'll stick to it. They'll be yeah. like, oh, cool. You know, like that's, and that's something that, if you go back to the golden age of television, that's, there was always one or two personalities that millions and millions of people would latch onto and be like, I really like this one man. I like Walter Cronkite. Um, I really like him. I would argue right now is the golden age of television. Oh, I'm sorry, like I'm, I'm talking about the early days. Sorry, yeah. the olden days. Uh, the yes. golden old days. The silver age? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I would agree with you. This television is probably the best it's ever been right now. But, um, yeah, but I mean, absolutely. I just meant like early on in the sense that when it was first starting, people there were just a few personalities that that were like the biggest celebrities in in the world because that's all people had to watch. But they they had this not milk toast personality, but relatable personality that everybody mm -hmm. could see. Mm -hmm. And it's it's uh, it, it's dividing up into even smaller uh, personalities now, where like people can latch onto a chew they can latch onto funhouse, they can latch onto. Jack Septic guy, they're on the PewDiePie. You know, it's like it's it's weird that we're dividing up as a culture 
but becoming larger and larger and even more social and even more global. So well, it's, it goes it's back to the very dichotomy. first thing we were talking about with MTV and how everything's on demand, but it's also specialized. So if you have a very specific style or something that you're interested into, interested in, like it's it's really weird. You could watch someone who you're like, I agree with all his thoughts, but I don't like how he plays Call of Duty. This guy over here plays Battlefield though, and he's exactly the same. It's yeah, like yeah. it's so weird. I don't know. It's like the uh, the wealth of pornography that exists. Yeah. The world is getting exactly more like and more complex yeah. and segmented, but it's good because it brings those things out in people, and then ultimately it causes everything to blend together right. anyway. I'm just, mm. I just thought everything you just said also relates to porn. Yeah, that's what out. I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick before we go, I thought about introducing, uh, actually Adam brought it up, that successful podcasts have segments, so we're going to have segments. <laughs> we're just going to do everything. I'm going to call this Dude Soup Theater. In which I find something amazing on the internet and read oh, it to you guys. Right. Fun. And this is from, yeah, there was another wave of Blizzard bands. And my God, somebody did the world a service and put together a great Imgur album. Mm -hmm. I don't know what forum this is from. I'm assuming it's from the forum that sells these hacks. Uh, mm. Could be wrong. All these names are blanked out, so I don't know who said them, which is kind of, that truck has balls. Um, so here's a bit of a selection. Uh, sadly, I am banned. These mortals have angered me for the last time. Blizzard will feel my wrath. Oh, read that one on the comment show. I'll have to leave that one Mom, behind. Mom, I'm typing. I know. <laughs> Can we make a petition or something? I deserve another chance if I spend extra to buy the pre-order edition. Mm. This is unacceptable. It's true. It's 2016, Blizzard. Cheating happens. A slap on the wrist is always better than lynching the person. That's true. The pre-order edition didn't cost Absolutely. any more than the actual. Uh, here we go. That one's a good one. It's all okay. passwords. The text is really small. Sorry about that. I have lost so much. I stand here for my fallen brethren. Your bands will not be forgotten. Together we are strong. So just buy the game again and create a new account. <laughs> That's the thing though, they're complaining. They, should, they, they shouldn't have to. Oh hell nah. This not be good. Whatever, Blizzya. We in this bitch together. Fuck your bands. And then he drew a middle finger it's ASCII out of punctuation. middle finger, yeah. Nice. Man, well, he's fighting the power. Let me <laughs> Take see. that. And another one bites the dust. I had a good run, boys. Oh, that's a that's a certain amount of self-awareness. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I like that. Guy. Hold on, speed. this one. Yeah, you need you need a good one. This though. one's all in caps Ooh, and good. in bold, which is amazing. I didn't know you could do that on form. Wow, wow, wow! Blizzard, really again? Bandwave? What the fuck is your problem, Blizzard? Just leave us alone. We aren't even destroying the server. Now my brother is gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that my was, favorite. That one's really good. You want more? Uh, sure. I'll do another wave back. Yeah, we can so we can wave fun. it on back. Um, so this is originally posted by someone else as a quote. Are you guys seriously trying to use the same hacks again after Blizzard added detection for them? That is asking to be banned. And then the guy replied to it with, Some people bragged here that they hadn't gotten hit by first, w first ban wave. I've been ban hammered just now. Lucky me, sad face. Oh, poor guy. Oh, yeah. Some of the people have resigned themselves to their yeah, fate, and really. I appreciate I that. I assume as soon as you install aimbots and shit, you, you have make to. your peace with the fact that you'll get maybe get banned. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's whiff. <laughs> I got hit by a ban. I only use because I'm stone as fuck, and my teammates <laughs> often flame me and rank for not being good. XD. Whatever. I'll just cheat in CS:GO. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 Back no. to CS:GO. That guy understands it. <laughs> Damn it. I know I've been playing with just giant stoners and fucking ranked. If you're just do quick play. Yes, yeah, I, I don't understand this. My God, oh. why do the worst Overwatch players 
playing competitive. I was shouting that last night into competitive Why? matches. Over Why? and over and over. I was like, go play quick play! That's what quick play is for! <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Anna's a new character, and I'd like to try her out. <laughs> Why? Do You're it in quick play! play. Uh, but I know, I mean, I want to compete. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry, uh, All right, guys. Well, I think that's the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening to us ramble and postulate about the future of internet media. If you enjoyed this discussion, please please recommend it to a friend. I think word of mouth is how these things get bigger and get better. And and if this thing, look at that little guy wobble. Anyway, <laughs> if this thing grows, we'll just be able to do bigger and cooler stuff. Uh, so yeah, please please recommend it to your friends if you enjoyed it. Uh, maybe leave it a little rating on iTunes. Appreciate that too. And we got the YouTube post show coming up. We look oh, he just ate something. He just ate a little fish. <laughs> <laughs> we look at fan art. We take comments from our live viewers. We uh, we take comments on the last podcast. It's real. Them. It's pretty real. Sometimes people cry. Yeah. Oh, well, Adam's <laughs> fantastically depressed, so we know about that. We're actually going to talk about that soon. So. Just my favorite. Uh, speaking of bigger, cooler stuff, we're doing oh, yeah. Let's Play Live in Chicago. That's right. Um, on August 19th. Tickets are still available. Uh, we would love to see you there. So if you if you are around the Midwest area, please buy a ticket. We'll see you at the, I think it's the Chicago Theater? I feel I like we're going to get a big Canadian audience. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because oh, they can just going to swim. I was going to say, they have to cross that big body of water. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be frozen. Oh, yeah. Oh, they just walk across it. Is but it, yeah, let's play live Chicago. And it's so. roosterteethlive.com, I believe. Uh, I think so. I think. It's oh boy, I'm going to it. I hope it's not porn. I'm pretty sure it's roosterteethlive.com. It will be. If so it isn't already. To get you to, uh, but I mean, you just Google let's play live Chicago. Yeah, there we go. You buy tickets. So, I, what'd you find? I went to www.ticketmaster.com. That should be it, right? Buy tickets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay, so roosterteethlive.com. Sorry, cool. it took a while to load. That's what. They have yet to optimize their mobile layout apparently. So. Yeah, thanks again, everybody, for uh, for listening. If you're watching live, please stay, stick around for the post show. If you're not watching live, maybe check out the post show on the website, fun.house, which is a pretty cool URL. But thanks, everybody, again. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Uh, or tomorrow when they watch another one of our videos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Or I'm right go now. Pee. <laughs>